Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Zaki inside the 200 metre marker. A one act affair in the Durban Cup. It's a mile in front. They queue up the miners. Toffee Tongue, Brandon Berg, the toy further back of Villiers. But Orkut Zaki won't get any more impressive. And that is the star. Zaki is rocked in the Durban Cup from Toffee Tongue. There he was. Zaki winning the Group 1 Durban Cup last year. Can he make it uh, two on the trot this afternoon at Durban on what will be... I'd say a fairly heavy track. Uh, I would say he would. He can. And the market certainly suggests that as well. He's uh, he's $1.50 on what is a, a massive day of uh, racing at Doombin. As I said, uh, the weather hasn't been kind to us. We will go around on a heavy track. Visibility might be a bit of an issue during the day, but we'll see how it unfolds. We've got the uh, Roses, of course, to lead up to the Oaks in a couple of weeks and plenty of other uh, big races uh, to get through as well. Now, the man that's going to tip all the winners this week is Blair Gibson from brizzyracers.com.au. Gibbo, good morning to you. Jeez, you said that confidently. A little <laughs> too confident, I think, to be honest. <laughs> well, as I keep telling myself, Gibbo, and I'm sure you're the same, the corner has to turn. The tide has to turn soon. <laughs> soon. I tell you what, yeah, it's not easy on these wet tracks, but uh, as long as we can find a couple and our best bet to get home, hopefully we can keep everyone in front. I had a uh, a good day on the tip on Wednesday on the on the uh, poly track, so maybe that's the way to go for me from now on. I've become a poly track expert. <laughs> <laughs> I told someone that um, I did the stats on Sunday night, and I think it was uh, if you're in the first four on the home turn on the poly track at the seven meetings so far, you're winning eighty percent of the races. Yeah, uh, and I can tell you on uh, Wednesday they all started to come down the outside, and the leaders didn't really kick on until later in the day. Some of them did, but. It seemed to be out in the middle was the best best place to be, so I can't work it out. Well, that that's sort of my issue today, Chris. Oh, um, I'm just not sure how this track plays, and and that's the issue when you get wet tracks. That's what makes it that little bit harder. Um, you can have a rough idea, but until you watch a couple on wet tracks, you know the inside could be off, could be leader bias. It's just it's just that query until you watch a few. So that's my little issue going into today. Well, Doombin used to be, as far as I was concerned, if it was wet at Doombin, if it was heavy at Doombin, then down on the fence in the first four was even more crucial. But the yes. last, but the last, uh, you know, last yeah, three, was... four months, they've been coming to the outside. The inside has not been the place to be. Yeah, there was one Saturday there. It was definitely no good. Yep, you, I remember you, that. You had to be five or six off. That's the day Smart Image came down the outside and looked like Burnborough. Yes, and, and that's just what puts you, that's just what dents that confidence, you know, because I was the same as you. Usually you'd want to be up the front uh, yep. and you're fine, but mm, yeah. We'll see. And look, Eagle Farm last Saturday, the conditions were dismal. We'll probably have similar this afternoon. It was very hard to see the horses, they were gloomy uh, on the TV, probably worse uh, in live action. And look, seven races, the first seven races were all run in the rain. Uh, I couldn't find some of my horses in the run watching on TV, but they got <laughs> through it. Yeah. yeah, no, they did. No, well done. It's it's good to get that meeting down. That keeps a lot of horses ticking over for the carnival. Um, if we do get 25 mil through the day today, issue. But uh, anyway, let's fingers crossed. Yeah, and look, if we do and some of these races go by the wayside, I don't know this, but I'm just guessing. If that is the case, then uh, I'd say some will be transferred to Wednesday because there is a meeting at Doombin on Wednesday. So 
if we can get some of them out of the way and they transfer a couple, well, so be it. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Look, it might clear up and be a lovely afternoon, but the Weather Bureau certainly aren't predicting that. All right, let's have a look at some of these races and we'll kick it off with the Group 1, the 4X Doombin Cup over 2,000 metres. Wait for age. Zaki tries to make it two in a row and Gibbo, you'd really be a brave man to tip or bet against him. Uh, he, he's just a ripper, isn't he, Chris? I know he's you love just him. A, he's, he's just... He's the perfect horse. He races on speed. He handles all conditions. He can kick off a hot tempo. I mean, what's not to like? He's a he's a genuine star. He had that. He sort of. I don't reckon he was at his best in the spring, and, and he was still able to win the McKinnon um, and the Underwood. So I mean, I don't know. I just think he's a freak, and although I'd rather him on dry ground, I think he rolls forward. They've actually pumped a couple of grass gallops into him this. This week, in the last sort of seven days, mm-hmm. he might be three lengths fitter, Chris. He, he was really full of himself in the yard at the coast. So with a couple more pieces of work, he might come out and do what he did last year. Yeah, he romped in last year. Look, he did tick the uh, the heavy track box at um, at Ramwick in the Queen Elizabeth running second, and he ticked it at the Gold Coast. But that Gold Coast track, that heavy there is a different heavy to the heavy at Doombin, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're very different, but um, especially if we're getting rain on the day here, but... I uh, just, I just don't think they can beat him, and I think Polly Gray, being the wet track, I think she's clearly the second pick. Um, away from that, I thought Huter. How do we say? How do we pronounce that, Chris? I think, I think we pronounce it Hueta. 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 Yeah, that's it. Um, excellent. That's, you made uh, it sound like it was Chinese, but it's not. Yeah. Hueta. Yeah. I think it's like <laughs> some sort of Spanish, or I, I don't know. Maybe we should look up. Well, actually, while we're on a break. Soon I'll look up and see if I can find out where the name actually comes from. Well, I thought it was probably third uh, if you are playing exotics, but I think clearly Zaki, clearly Polly Gray second. I don't think it's too much else there. Can you find anything else? No. Look, I've got Polly Gray in there. I've got Kukaracha in there. I thought uh, he was quite good at the Gold Coast in the Hollandale. I I think the top four might run the top four again uh, with Zaki and uh, Polly Gray leading them. Look, I I think Coventina Bay can improve. Worth another chance. There was a few things that went wrong in the uh, Hollandale for the mayor, and she had a few issues post-race, I think, but she's a lot better this time around. Apparently, she's improved. According to the trainer, she's improved three or four lengths. Now, if that's the case, she should figure in the finish here as well. So if you're looking for one that we haven't uh, spoken about earlier to throw into your exotics, Coventina Bay, number 10, may be it, and she does love the wet ground, does the Kiwi, who'll be ridden by Sammy Collett. That's the Doom and Cup. We're both in agreement on Zaki. Hard not to be. I don't know anyone that's going to take Zaki on. Have you met anyone that's taking Zaki on? No, not yet. All right. Well, maybe Tom Haylock will later in the show when we chat to him, but I doubt it very much. Race number eight, Gibbo, this afternoon is the ANZ Bloodstock News. The Roses over 2,000 metres, traditional last lead-up uh, to the Oaks in two weeks' time at Eagle Farm. We don't see Dynasties and we don't see Gypsy Goddess who ran the Cornella at the coast in the bracelet. It's strange that um, Dynasties has gone back to Sydney and will run at Rose Hill today. And uh, Gypsy Goddess is having a jump out at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday, tomorrow. So hopefully the weather's okay there and they might run the jump out on the poly track. Don't know if she'll go around on that. But anyway, that's another story. I like Smirk. Who do you like here? Okay. Yeah, look, I think it's nearly a dartboard job, to be honest. I can't knock Smirk. Uh, She's riding the money for me too with J-Mac riding. Look, I don't know. I think there's a a bit of value around her. I think Biscayne Bay is a, a genuine stayer. I'm not concerned about the 2000 at all coming back to it. Um, yeah, she, she's a genuine oak source. The further they go, the better. But, but back to 2000 on a testing track, I don't know. I just think double figures is 
probably the wrong price about her. Uh, away from that, look, you can make a case for half a dozen of them. I think Lavilli's probably over the odds at 14s, and Shandon Burge can run well at 20 to 1. So I don't know. If I'm having a play, it'd just be a, a very small um, play on Biscayne Bay, possibly just a win bet for an interest, um, but nothing I can really steer people into confidently, Chris. All right, I'm with Smirk, uh, number 11 here, who ran third in that race, the bracelet at the Gold Coast. And I thought did a good job. Wasn't against the fence or anything, but I thought was probably in the inferior or on the inferior ground nearer that inside section. Now, the run at Canterbury, the win at Canterbury was only narrow prior and it was a grinding sort of win. I thought she took a lot of benefit, obviously, from that and she improved sharply to place behind those two in that uh, in that stakes race, the bracelet. So if she takes any further improvement... Or she turns up in the same sort of form. I think she's going to be very hard to beat she, here. She might be one of those ones, Chris, that, you know, exactly what you're looking for in these yep. three-year-old fillies races where they just improve Sense every time they, yeah, every time they get to the races, they improve. She, she might be the one. So yeah, that's, that's just the feeling I get with her is it's sense of timing. She's coming good at the right time. But it's a tough race. We've got form from Melbourne. We've got form from Adelaide during their carnival. We've got form from uh, Sydney, of course, and we've got form from local uh, meetings. So... It's a tough race to get too um, confident about, but I do think that she'll run a really good race, number 11, Smirk, in the Roses. We'll go for a break, Gibbo, just before we go for the break. Huetor derives from the Arab word meaning river. There you go. So it means river. Well, That's about all I can find. got to be a wet trucker then. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Very good point. We'll find, out. we'll find out this afternoon. All right, we'll go for a break. When we come back, we'll have a look at uh, the other seven races on the card this afternoon at Doombin. Try to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous Play hard to get females get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are scantily clad and showing body A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her But you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter Next day's function, high class luncheon Food is served and you're stone cold munching Music comes on, people start to dance But then you ate so much The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. In front is only words. Easy far. Only words are leader. Easy far tries to come back. Later's bargain from Chancellor and Senora Nera. But only words in front. And only words have won the roses from bargain... Only words winning the Roses this day last year at Doombin. And Gibbo, only words I looked last night has now been retired. Retired as a four-year-old. Ah, it must have been this year because she was very good. Yeah, uh, she I was. I her through the spring as well and was waiting for her to win a big one. She, she was very nice. She was. Uh, now, we covered the Roses before the break. You, of course, went with Biscayne Bay each way and I've gone with uh, Smirk each way. Now, we'll go right back to the start of the program today. The first race at 11.43 local time. Not too far away at all. It's a Stradbroke Calcutta benchmark. 78 handicap over 1,600 metres. The catch is absolutely flying, Gibbo. Yeah, he is. Look, uh, not a bad race to start, actually. Sometimes we, the races to kick off can be pretty ordinary, but I think there's three main chances. Probably a few other roughies, but Look, I think Fast Talking, The Catch, and Seduction Queen um, are the main chances. Seduction Queen, obviously, draws a decent gate, gets out to the right trip and gets two kilos off, so carrying 52. That suits uh, The Catch, as you said, just airborne. Uh, his two wins have been excellent. He, he can sort of 
He can sit midfield or get worse, but he, he's the one they've got to beat. I think he's short enough. And fast talking is the way on going. They just went too slow, didn't suit two back, and the run was fine. Threw the line really good. They were more positive last time. Put it in the race, and I just thought it was dominant at um, at Ipswich. It's it's a rock hard fit. Gets a kilo and a half off for Kyle Wilson Taylor, and I actually like the wider gate because I think it forces their hand to be uh, positive again. And as we said, Chris, if the track's going to play one way up this stage, you know I'd be leaning to being in front. Mm -hmm. That's where I would like to be. So I'm prepared to take the risk and have a bet here. And I think Fast Talking will be in front of these others. If they're good enough to, to run him down late, go over the top, well, they deserve it. I, I just think at around 550 maybe $6 bet fair, Fast Talking is a bet for me. I think he's sort of one of the better gambles for the day on a tough day, Fast Talking. All right, well, I'll take you on. I'll go with the catch. He's been nothing but impressive those two wins this time. And he's romped away. He's looked as though he's had a bit left in the tank too, the catch. And he has one on... Heavy ground, which is all important. Of course, both runs this prep have been on wet ground. The first of those was that heavy track win by over six lengths. That's race one covered this afternoon. Race number two at Doombin on Cup Day is the Nova 106.9 Benchmark 85 Handicap 1,200 metres. Gibbo, who do you fancy here? Oh, hey, Zeus. Um, mass Destruction's the best horse. Wide um, gate. Just, yeah, last time J-Mac got on from a wide gate, he weaved some magic and got mm. it done. Can he do it again? Possibly. Scratchings are helping, uh, that's for sure. Jeez, he's the one that scares the pants off me. If J-Mac gives him a good ride, he can win. He's just so much better on top of the ground, in my opinion. Look, I could nearly have a play here close to double figures, Roman Aureus. He's one that both of us talk about mm. often. I wasn't as keen on him last time as a few others, but... Look, a couple of kilos off here. He seems to go well for apprentices as well. Um, I just think they'll... He's, he's a better horse when you're a bit more aggressive on him. I hope they put him in the race here. Um, that might hold a few of the others out wide as well. So at odds, I think Roman Aureus is the one that um, I think he should be a little forgiving of last time and I think can improve away from that. You know, the big goodbye is going well. Gets in with 52. They ride aggressive up on the speed. He'll be hard to beat. But, um, yeah, I'd probably rather be in Roman Aureus. I think he's a better horse than the big goodbye. There's a very interesting runner in this race, Gibbo. Skins. Yeah, he's one of yours. He is definitely one of mine. He's one of my all-time favourites. I just think he'll need the run here. Um, yeah, what have you made of the trials? Didn't like, I'm not sure if he's had one or two. I know he had one, and I saw the trial. The second one, I wasn't sure if it was uh, cancelled or not, but I didn't like the first trial. He didn't do anything. He didn't, he didn't. I mean, he wasn't out to do anything great, but he wasn't as if he was being you know, held back or anything. He just gave me the impression that he's going to need at least another trial. Well, he's had the other trial, and I'll look that up in a second, see where he finished yeah, there. Yeah, he's, he's finished second of seven, beaten five in the, in, on the inner track. And yeah. I, I so, did watch that, and he was, he, he was, it was almost like the other trials. He, um, a little bit better, but yeah. What was the time like? The time out of that trial was very quick. So look, look, he may be ready to go. The market will be our best guide. He's a very, very good horse, is uh, is Skins. Yeah, Betfair will tell you the chances, won't he? You're not With wrong. stable. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. And, and look, his soft track record's three from three. He hasn't seen a heavy. You'd suggest he'll probably handle it. But uh, yeah, I, I, he won't be a loser for me, put it that way. I could not see him win and see me losing on the race. I'd be in tears, so... So he's there, but I've gone with number 15, the big goodbye. I thought he looked well-placed. He's drawn well. 
He's got uh, ground that he likes. He's third up. He should be rock hard fit and two off for Leah Kilner. So the big goodbye for me, but I'll be having a definite saver on number eight skins in the second race. And you have gone with Roman Aureus, who I tipped last week. So I won't be happy if you get that right. Race three <laughs> is the City Property Services Bill Carter Stakes for the two-year-old fillies over 1,200 metres. A good field here, Gibbo. Yeah, it is. And I, I wanted a little bit of price, but I think Zugotcha's uh, the best of the day for me. I like the debut win at Canterbury. I thought it was excellent uh, where she beat Zoo Tiger. That horse I've got a wrap on and, and it's run really well since. Drifter next time out, and it was also on a heavy 10, but it was back to 1100 and still good through the line. Oh, I just think sets up beautifully here for J-Mac and sit in the second or third pair, get to whichever part of the track he thinks is right, and um, I think it's a bet for sure. I think it's best of the day. Very interesting race, though. I do want to watch Midnight in Tokyo mm. uh, and Bazik in particular um, as price, with an eye to the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the gate's the issue, isn't it, Chris, from mm. 1200 here, but... Uh, really want to watch them for an eye to the future and, and I'll give Plimstock a chance as well. So it's a good race, but pretty keen on the four. Yeah, look, the four should be the one to beat, you would think. Oh, I like the six, Midnight and Tokyo. Both starts have been good. Got it in my black book, both. Uh, so definitely giving a good chance here, Midnight in Tokyo. Honeypot's one we haven't seen the best of. Uh, Plimstock suited up to 1,200 metres. She's a belter was good. Uh, second up, there's a lot of horses here, and you mentioned Bazique. Uh, that I'm keen to see. So I won't be getting too involved in the race. Uh, I did have number six, Midnight in Tokyo on top, but you are very keen on number four, Zoo Gotcha. Race four is the 4X Chief De Beers handicap over 11, 10 metres, and dun, 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 Contemptuous is back. <laughs> and I'm about to make it immoral because I'm laying it, Chris. Uh. <laughs> uh, it's a, the more scratches come out, the more it might help. Um, but 1,100 Meters at Doobin. It's a dynamite starting point. Uh, widest gate. Gee whiz. Uh, he's good. He's going to have to be very good because this isn't a bad field. Initially, I thought Shelby 66. They were running him around like a greyhound. How long can a horse stay up for? I thought they might have gutted him and then he didn't run last week. But the more I look at this race, he's just so much better than him. Uh, he's a group one horse on, on wet ground. He might be the best wet tracker um, in Australia. I, I just... You know, yes, big weight, wide gate. Has he had enough? I don't know. But if he's right, he just wins. And at 7.50, 8.50, it's probably a, a tiny little gamble for me to find out. Um, I just think he's clearly better than the rest of them. And that's my thoughts on it, Chris. Yours? Well, I'm not going to tip against Contemptuous. I tried to, but I just couldn't find anything else in the field I really like. I can't get a handle on Shelby 66. And I'm sure I read somewhere during the week he was lame or something. He was going for a spell. Next thing you know, here he is here with J-Mac on from a wide gate. So... I, I don't know what to do with him. Um, contemptuous, he's a ripper. This is his toughest test to date, obviously, with the wide gate. And this is a stronger field, too. So I'll stick with him. He's a bit short to back, but I'll, I'll be watching him very, very closely in race number four. Race number five at Doombin this afternoon, the Magic Millions, Pam O'Neill, over 1,600 metres. A good race, Gibbo. I think number four, Zenifer, gets the run of the race here. Yeah, I'm with you again. It's a, it's a, geez, it's, it's a really good race, and it really is a shame that it's wet because... I'm sure this April rains a very, very good one in the making, and I'm sure Yamazaki's ready to win a big one on dry ground. Neither of them are wet trackers. They both no. rank super behind Zenifer for, you know, for not liking the track. I know Boma got off and sort of thought Yamazaki was about to go past him, but she just didn't let down on the wet, so that's a concern here. Um, April rain was still good on it, but 
Gee, I don't know. Um, you know, it's hard. Zenifer's probably the value. She beat him last time and she'll handle it, gets the right run again. And Nudge is the proven horse, the best horse in the race, but it probably gets back to last from the gate. I don't know. The answer's a pineapple for me here, Chris. I'm keen to watch them all with an eye to the future. I'm sure April Rain and Yamazaki can win a race on the drive, but I don't think I can steer people here. No, and they'll get back, and so will Nudge, who's a, a really good mare, but she's going to give them a start as well. And that's why I came up with Zenifer, because she gets the run here. She probably settles nice and handy, maybe fourth in the run, handles the ground. She'll be able to go when uh, Ben Thompson presses the button, and the others are going to have to run her down which won't be easy. So I'll go each way. Number four, Zenifer in the Pam O'Neill. Race number six, Gibbo. This is a good race. The Tab BRC Sprint over 1350 metres. Yeah, very interesting. I think Taksu will go forward, uh, potentially sit outside Buffalo River. I think they're both going to be pretty keen to lead, but, uh, you know, if, there's, if by this stage we know it's suiting front runners, good luck beating one of these two. Um, they'll both get through it, and they're both pretty handy. I think Emerald Kingdom's a bit of value sitting in behind them. And I just would love to know what Brad Stewart's going to do on Soxagon because mm. the win was outstanding the other day, but it's a sticky gate with... just don't know where he gets in on the map, to be honest. Um, but look, I think this tax is another superior wet track. And gee, it goes good on the wet. Um, and although there's a few here sort of proven in better races than it, um, I just have to go at lightweight wet track around that 6 or $7 mark. Be a little wind bet taxu for me, Chris. I like Oscar Zulu here. I know he can be a bit of an enigma to some, but his run in the uh, the takeover target at Gosford was very good. He was coming to the race halfway down the straight, then he ran into a roadblock, and that was the end of his winning chances. He had plenty to offer. Go back and look at his form over his last camp, couple of campaigns. It's been good. He's got a good gait here, and he likes the wet ground. So I think the, the price on offer... You'll get, you know, well into double figures on Betfair. He's the way to go. So number eight, Oscar Zulu, each way for me in race number six. We've done races seven and eight. We'll quickly run through race nine, the Impressu Derby McCarthy over 11-10. I found this an absolute lottery give up. Holy dooly. Filled in the quaddy. Filled in the quaddy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not too sure here, mate. I... Again, put the red put on the red lights a horse. I've got a massive amount of time for, but I just uh, they're probably just running it to keep the prep going. To be honest, um, it's hard to come into on the wet. Zava boom the same. I think he's flying. How does he handle the wet? Really wet track. Not too sure. Ubiquitous is very good last time. Uh, look, I'm really struggling to be confident here. And uh, as I said, it could be a field job in the quaddy. No idea, Chris. Yeah, I won't be getting too involved either, but. I will have something each way on Miss Hipstar, number 12. She was good first up. She was a little unlucky. She was okay second up, but she has got good form around here and good form on wet track. She handles it quite well, and Miss Hipstar comes up with a reasonably good gate here, an inside draw. If that's the place to be, we'll know. We'll at least know by race nine, you would think. So I'll go each way with her on what is a, uh, a tough way to wind up the day. Now, Gibbo, did you know that SEN Track is now on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter? You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SEN underscore track and find us at Facebook at SEN track. And, of course, the track hub is on the SEN app. So make sure you keep that all in mind. Jump online, get onto those social media sites, and all the information is there. We'll go for a break, Gibbo. When we come back from the break, we'll be joined by a very um, confident and uh, what's the word looking for with Tom Haylock? He's Tommy Laylock. He's, he's had a good Thursday, a couple of winners, so I'm sure he'll be telling us all about that. We'll get him, we'll get to him in just a moment. Fox. 
The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. Tom Haylock joins us. Tom, how are you this morning? Oh, I love that song. What yeah, a song. Oh, good. Absolute oh, ripper. Oh, good. That's all happening. Um, yeah, plenty going on, mate. Uh, another huge weekend up your way? Yes, we just need the weather to do the right thing today, which probably it won't. be like last week all over again. That's, um, that's the way it goes. Thanks for sending uh, the weather from the Sydney Carnival up to the Brisbane Carnival too. We appreciate that. I think it's been the other way around, hasn't it? But either way, it's... Oh. Uh, Sunny, I'm in Adelaide this weekend, and I'll tell you what, there's not a cloud in the sky, oh. it's God's country down here. Is it is it cold, though? What's the temperature? Just 20. No, that'll be all right. That's all we need up here, Gibbo. Yeah, 20. Yeah, no, I'll take that. Fine. Any day, yeah. get out and do a few things, but can't go outside and do anything at the moment, the way things are, but anyway, there you go. How's your week been, Tom? Been great. Yeah, another good weekend. Found a few winners uh, on the punt, which is always handy. Um, Thursday was a good week. Boys, a couple oh, of horses I mentioned it. on the show. Yeah, I, I straight onto the text to you. <laughs> straight, straight. No, no one else pumps out my tyres, so I've got to do it myself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, they were two good winners, and they both paid well, especially Extra Weird, um, who yeah. paid double-figure odds. You went looking for the audio, and uh, I had to remind you that we we definitely talked about it. because. We did. You're you're extra weird, and Gibbo and Apparently. I had a bit of a laugh at your expense. I hate to think what you yeah. say when I'm not listening in, but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're, not, you're not seeing our text, Fred. No, <laughs> that's right. You're. Um, I went looking for it last week, played the show back, and thought, what's he going on about? There's nothing in here about extra weird or the other one that I can't remember the name of. What was it? Um, that's a very good question. Okay, what it doesn't was matter it? at one. Um, uh, it was, uh, no, it was Matty Dunst. The Rockwell yeah, scale. That's it. And written by Sam Clipperton, of course. And uh, it was three weeks ago that you told us that. So, so there you go. Now, tell us, Tommy, uh, the Betfair market for the federal election, which, of course, is being held today. How does it stand at the moment? Close to $7 million turned over already on the exchange. There'll be wow. a lot more late in the piece. There'll be a lot of trading. Um, Labor, $1.53 at the moment. Coalition, $2.90. Any other party, $130. So plenty of liquidity. Plenty of um, money, and you can trade throughout um, as well too. So you can make a you can make a bit of money on the on this market. So you can set some traps, lay back, whatever you not, might do, and uh, make a few percent even just trading. Can I just ask you something? That that any other party, one hundred and thirty dollars. There's yes. no chance in the world of any other party getting up and running the country, or, is there? Or lay it at one hundred and fifties, mate. I could lay a million. You can do that. You could lay it at a million dollars, and you got you've got nothing to worry about. Surely, Liberal deposit Labor. In your account, you can you can I'll deposit a million deposit dollars. Deposit in your account, mate, and, and lay it. Yep, you could, uh, you'd have that. The bank. Um, who are, slide it over. Who who run, who who? I've run into a lot of people over my life, Chris, and I don't understand. So I'm not guessing anything they're going to do. Well, that's true. <laughs> and they get weirder each election. There's a lot of weird units out there. <laughs> there is. Well, I don't have kids, guys. <laughs> <laughs> your time will come, Tom. Your time yeah. will help. slow you right down, I tell you. <laughs> um, the golf, 
How's the golf going? The golf started, of course, on Friday morning, yesterday morning, the PJ. Now, I had something that I thought you guys would find amusing here. Uh, John Daly play, was playing in this PGA. And on mm. Thursday, the first day, Friday to us, uh, someone put up on uh, social media the final tally of basically everything John Daly put into his body over the full 18 holes on Thursday. He had 21 <laughs> darts, right? He had 12 Diet Cokes and six packets of peanut M&Ms and zero water. Man. Not a sip of water. Wow. What a man. I tell you well, what. Well, talking about John Daly in that first round, like think about what you've just said. Think about what he's probably been doing for the last, I don't know, I was going to say months, but years. And he's gone out, he's shot two better than Tiger Woods, and he's <laughs> shot the same score as Matsuyama, Bubba Watson, and uh, I think Morikawa. Yep. And that was with three bogeys to finish the day. So he's gone enormous. Doesn't matter, does it? I mean, this, do what works for you. Yeah, I'm going to go out next time I play golf. I'm going to buy a packet of smokes on the way. I'm going to get a slab of diet cokes, and I'm just going to go to the supermarket and stock up on lollies. I love it. He's a bit bigger than you, Chris. I reckon he's he, oh, yeah. he'd outdrive you. I reckon. I'm working on it. Don't worry about that, Tom. All righty. Uh, I, uh, I just go, just on that. On. Just I backed. Uh, man, a mate back Will Zalatoris to be leading after the. The first round at 57. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just, one shot. Uh, anyway, one shot and, cost us. He was, and my mate was up I, all night cheering him on. Yeah, and I can tell you that he bogeyed 18. Oh. Yes, yes. And, and who, thank you. Who would expect Rory to be leading after the first round? Usually he's down the back and charges yeah. from round two onwards. But yeah. the, the breeze kicked up late in the day, and all the, the people that started early had the, the better of the rounds. And, um, yes. Yeah, it's, Except Tiger. Yep. I've got Zilla Taurus to win it, Tommy, so I hope he can get it done. Best of luck, mate. Now, last week, guys, we did not exactly cover ourselves in glory. I was just having a look at uh, – listening back to the show last night trying to find those trialers of yours, Tom, but I did listen to the tips. And uh, i got to say, barely disappointing. We all need to lift our game this week. I don't think any of us got our best bets home. Everyone should have just laid our tips last week and they would have been doing really well. <laughs> Righto, Chris. You can do that with Betfair. Jeez. I know. That's yeah, why I said right, it. Man. Gibbo got close with never no more running second again. Yeah, yeah it was a good it was a good run that. Um acquitted way too good, but yeah, never no more was just upside down, four wide, push forward. It was it's pretty brave to uh, run second, I thought. But having said that, Gibbo, you did lay boom what Nova for the place. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. <laughs> Jesus. Your best was uh Lady Harlem at Scone, race four number four. <laughs> They're still looking for her. Hello. Oh, yeah, that was filthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a there's a couple here that I don't know how they went. I'm lethal at Scone, Majestic Shot, Rangers, and one at Morpherville, which is it Yaffio? Oh yeah, Yaffet run run good I, in the uh, yeah. Yaffet ran. Yeah. And it was the best around the grounds, I think. But, but yeah, it was. Uh, I laid uh, character and ducks. something, and that was huge. Four dollars to pot. This was another one of my best. I laid uh, character in dark destroy, so I got half of it right and half of it wrong. So anyway, that was last week. We don't care about last week. It's all about this week. But before we leave last week, Marzu, Tom, very impressive in the 10,000. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, well, the, the rain came from Mizzou and uh, everything suited. The track deteriorated perfectly for him. And, and that was a query at Eagle Farm, whether the track would dry up. But the rain came and he was too good for him. 
Now, thoughts on uh, Zaki this afternoon. Tom, in the Doombin Cup, are you a brave man? Are you going to take him on, or you think he's over the line like the rest of us? Um, it depends if the rain falls throughout the day, and if we get to a genuine heavy 10, like the likes of Polygray, who got close last start, can potentially get closer. I don't know whether I'll dive in at forty, but by the same token, I won't be diving into lame. So, um, yeah, it's great houses in the mix as well. Just brings different form, but it's not a strong group one, is it? No, it's not really. If you took Zaki out of that race, it would not be a Group 1. It would probably be a Group 3 or something like that. So, uh, thankfully, mm. he's in the field, and he really should be panels better than them. But, yes, that's the, what we've got. And we'll have a very wet track uh, for him this afternoon, which will bring those others in once again, Polly Gray, as you mentioned. Any other horses at Eagle Farm you want Gibbo's expert opinion on this morning? Um, yeah, there's plenty going on at Eagle Farm or Doombin. Um, Sorry, I've written It's Eagle a great Farm. meeting. Yeah, it's a doom, isn't it? Unless oh. it's changed in the last no. last few oh, it was last week. minutes. Um, the BRC Sprint looks a really good race. Uh, Blondieu was well suited last start. Dawn Passage as well. Um, Buffalo River, I, I probably can't come into his favourite. I'm not sure he's a horse anymore, boys. No, I'm keen to find out a few. I've, I've tipped Taxu, Tommy. Uh, I want your mm. thoughts on that horse. Yeah, Taxu's flying. It has a good racing pattern, which is crucial at doom. And, there's quite a few favourites or early favourites, and they probably drifted throughout the day that I could probably take on. Buffalo River's one of those. I'm not sure he goes um, that direction either, as well as the Melbourne way of going, but he does get things to suit with the wet track. Um, April Rain I'm going to take on from Barrier 1 as well. I don't know why she's favourite again. Um, she's just not savaging the line again, but it's not a strong race either by the same token, boys. Any love for Oscar Zulu? I thought he had a really good chance. Yeah, I haven't done the race closely, but he's a nice horse. Um, he's definitely a nice horse. He's a horse that I've never really been able to catch, but, um, yeah, he's in the mix, drawn well. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of luck in that takeover target race at, uh, at Gosford, I thought. Before we go for the break, Tommy, uh, Ringmaster got the job done on the poly track at the Sunshine Coast on Wednesday, albeit very narrowly. Now he gets into some of the better races up here during the carnival, where I don't think we'll see him in front as we did on Wednesday. No, it might be a better horse with the sit as yep. he was on debut. We've had a bit of an opinion of this horse going forward, and um, I haven't actually caught the race yet, but he won, and you said he won quite narrowly leading. So um, he's a nice horse. I missed backing him, unfortunately, but anyway, um, oh, look, he might he, have been lucky to get the chocolates. Yeah, he was. He fell in on the line, and he was quite short, so uh, you would have been uh, turning away uh, as they hit the line, hoping for the best. Anyway, we'll go for a break. Before we go for a break too, Tommy, you might like to know that Gibbo said last week on the show that he didn't think the track at Eagle Farm would be that wet. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I reckon I've done... I don't reckon I'm that far off. Well, it was, it was a heavy boring. Eight. Yeah, it was... No, what, race six, they changed it? Eight. It was still a... <laughs> race eight. Come on, guys. Race come eight. On, come on, come on. Yeah, so I was right. I was bloody right. <laughs> we'll be back with more in a minute. Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 
Welcome back to this morning's show on Doombin Cup Day. Now, find better odds on AFL, on Betfair, and play your way. If you're having a bet, do so responsibly. Any issues there, call 1-800-858-858. And, uh, Tom, I think I've upset Gibbo. I think no, that's okay. We just got 28 mil of rain last Saturday. 28 mil, more than an inch, and we were on a soft six all the way through until race six. Yeah, upset me. <laughs> if we didn't get the 28 mil, it would have been a firm three. If, but if... Well, I can't predict there's going to be an inch. No, that's true. Chris? That's true. I, s- well, I said you can. wouldn't be surprised if we got to you it. You can try. But anyway. You also could have said we'd be 100 mil. <laughs> that's right. It's all right. Now. Right, I used to. Give people some winners. <laughs> oh. Well, let's look oh. at the best bets today. Lay, uh, lay some more winners, Gibbo. We, what? <laughs> oh, I've got a couple. I've got a couple. <laughs> let's get to that. Best Rest in peace, Andrew you. Simons, too, before we get to oh, it. Yeah, God bless him. Unbelievable. What a... What a, year, what a year for that that particular group of cricketers. Unbelievable. Yeah. I wouldn't read about it. Um, best bets for today. Tommy, you can kick it off. Um, Rose Hill meeting. It's, it's impossible, and it's not a good meeting at all, to be honest. I like two horses at Rose Hill. Yeah, two horses at Rose Hill. My best probably comes up. A horse that I backed off the trials. Race three, number two, Rangi Tawa. Um, mm. First up, won well at midweek. Back to this grade. Looks two-horse race, and... Can roll forward and, and be fitter for that and be very hard to beat. And I've got a couple more for around the grounds, but I'll save them. So that'll do me at Rose Hill. Gibbo. Uh, I think the best of the day is race three, number four, Zoo Gotcha. Uh, just pans out perfectly, sits behind the speed, handles all conditions on the way up like it. And I thought the next best uh, on a tough day, race one, number six, fast talking, hoping they can just go sit outside the leader like last start, shoot for home and uh, be the one they have to run down. Very, very tough day. It's hard to, other than Zaki, it's hard to nail down anything as a good thing. I'll go with value with both of mine. And they are race six, number eight, Oscar Zula. As I mentioned, he was unlucky in the uh, the takeover target there at Gosford. He's got a good chance on an each-way basis. And race eight, number 11, Smirk from the Waller Yard. I think just a sense of timing with this filly. I think she's coming good at the right time. It's a a tough race, the Roses, with lots of different form lines, but... I think she's uh, going to be very hard to beat. Her effort at the Gold Coast was a good one. So race six, number eight each way. Race eight, number 11 each way for me. Now we need to go around the grounds. And, Tom, you've already told us that you've got a couple, so let's hear them. Flemington, race uh, – what race are we? Race three, number one, Brushing Dicroon. Rolls forward, other leads or settles behind the leader who can cross. Uh, this horse settled on speed, ran – Across the line, alongside your Fett last start, who ran second in the derby. It was a big run up on speed. They went considerably faster to, uh, than benchmark to the 600 there. They went very, very quick. It was a high-braiding race. Can control the speed and looks hard to beat. Flemington race three, number one. Um, yeah, there's a few in Adelaide. Um, I like uh, the Inferno and the Goodwood, which we can tuck on, touch on around the grounds. It's a group one, really good race. Um, maps a little bit awkwardly from that inside barrier, but needs luck. But I love what him and Behemoth did on that leader bias track, uh, inside bias track last start. They made ground. The Inferno ran the fastest eight six of the race, and um, I think he looks a nice each way play in the Goodwood at Morfordville on Saturday. This is around the ground, so any others for, uh, for Morfordville? Well, that's it. Uh, I think a couple of favourites. See you in heaven. Looks hard to beat. Um, that'll do me. Dallas ends a really interesting horse's favourite in the least stakes, but those two will do me. Gibbo, Gold Coast. Actually, before I get to you, Gibbo, is that why you're in Adelaide, Tom, for the Goodwood meeting? Yeah, I go to the footy. Goodwood, um, all, all sorts of things happening. Yeah, it'd be good. Big day. What, what, who's, who's the Crows playing? St Kilda, mate, Saturday night. Oh, another tonight. Loss. So, Yep, correct. 
Uh, he often he he often just goes on just tours, just signing a few autographs and that. You can't I know, you can't it? leave you can't leave certain states out. And he's a he's a hero around there. <laughs> it'd, so. it'd be unfair, wouldn't it? Yeah, he's got to take two. Like he's got to take two sharpies when he gets to <laughs> South Australia. Well, that's his hometown, so he's going to get mobbed in a place like that. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Love me. Uh, yeah. Well, that's nothing new. Yeah, something's <laughs> in real estate. Wait, is this around the grounds? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good. No. Um, yeah, you gave us no? your best bet. Yeah. So yes, it is around the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. No, I can't can't knock Tommy with the Inferno. Um, I I think it runs really well too. I'm just a little concerned with Gate Three. I sort of I like it getting to the outside of them, but uh, I think it'll run well. I, I'm going a bit of value in the in the Goodwood, and I, I just think if John Allen can even sit three wide with cover, and that track's playing fair, I think Bella Nipotina. Uh, I think this really suits. She gets in well at the weights and around sort of $16. I could be having a little something each way. Bella Nipotina. I think she runs better than those odds. What do you think will happen at the Gold Coast today, Give If we get some rain there, it's probably going to be in doubt, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, if they happen to go around race three, Little Mix uh, is a swimmer. But, um, yeah, it's it's uh, pretty wet. That's the horse that won at Toowoomba last start? Yeah, bolted in. It was got flippers, I think. Yeah, and was nominated for one of the main races at uh, at Doombin this afternoon. So they must have a fair opinion of it. All righty, that's around the grounds for you. For me, hmm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a couple at the Sunshine Coast tomorrow, Sunday. Now I'm not sure this meeting will be on the grass or the poly, but one from your neck of the woods, Gibbo, Burning Gold from the Edmonds Stable. Very promising. Race four, mm-hmm. number five. Has won two of three, should be three from three. In race three, go back a race, race three, number five, Deluxe Legend from the Hanson Stable. Very good run at the Sunny Coast, two back. Went to town last time, wasn't disgraced. I reckon there's a win in, uh, in store for Deluxe Legend. So race three, number five, race four, number five. And Clifford Park, Toowoomba, second race. Race two, number one, Miller Rosser. Notice how I'm staying in my own lane, guys. <laughs> Lays, uh, Lays, Gibbo, now give it to me. I know you've been waiting for this. Oh, I love it. You, I've just stolen one of the posters off your wall and I'm throwing darts at it, Chris. <laughs> Race four, contemptuous. Look, he's good and I know why you love him, but gee whiz, wide, wide gate over 1,100 at Doombin. Okay. Lay. But in the end, that might be the place to be. It, it could be out there getting no kickback Whoa. and just cruising yeah, along be, enjoying might be the Yeah, it might be the place to be in the straight. How many do you see three wide from 1,100 at Doombin and win? Not I'll give you the answer, Chris. None. Zip. <laughs> Zilch. <laughs> uh, Tom, lay. Um, I could lay Barb Raider, race eight uh, up Ooh. there. Just uh, a back marker who made an excuse about the wet track two starts ago. I don't think she gets through a genuine heavy, which it will be come race eight. So that's a query for mine. But my main my main lays, race five at Doom and race number six, April Rain. Maps three about the fence. I'm not sure she's a wetty either. I think she's a better horse. She's a real heavy set type of horse. Um, I could lay Doucer in Adelaide, race six, Jeez. number one, Doucer. And I can also lay Extreme Warrior in the Goodwood. I think the three-year-old's Got an awful record against the older horses. I know he beat them um, when he last met them, but at every favour there, he set an outside lead and they went very slowly. So I'm not sure that um, that form is good, good group one forward. Well, so, yeah, a few I can take on. I'm glad you've got all those lays because I'm not going to have one this week. Oh, I've got nothing. I well, can't find go. anything that I want to take on. I certainly wouldn't be contemptuous. And by the way, guys, if, uh, Richmond for the flag, that was the question that you were asking oh. me last week. $15 on Betfair. There you go. I'm lying. <laughs> Crows are at 320. You can get it at the moment too if you want to. So, I'm lying. Enjoy the weekend, guys. I hope you're back. Plenty of winners. 
hope all our listeners back plenty of winners. We'll catch you same time next week on the Queensland Betfair Edge. Good luck. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.